This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday. It's the 12th of August, 2021. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And that heat advisory continues today as we are expecting temperatures close to 100 degrees this afternoon with sunshine and a heat index as high as 107. Be sure to take those heat advisory precautions that we tell you about all the time. Drink plenty of fluids, stay in an air-conditioned room, out of the sun, check up on your relatives and neighbors and your pets, and take extra precaution if you work or spend time outside. Try to schedule those strenuous outside activities to the early morning or to the late evening. Now tonight we'll have partly cloudy skies, our low down to 76. Friday sunshine, we have a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. We'll have a high around 96 with a heat index as high as 106. And then Friday night, there's a 40% chance of rain, and under cloudy skies, we'll have a low of 73. Saturday, we've got a better chance of rain, 60% chance. We will see some sunshine and a high in the low 90s. Right now, fair and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Let's take a moment and congratulate our employee of the day. It is Sharon Grimes with Gotta Stop Flea Market. Taking a look at obituaries this morning, Christopher Tubbs Wayne Boyer, age 46 of Moralton, died July 28th. Memorial service will be held tonight, 6 until 8 o'clock, at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home in Moralton. Gerald Wayne Eubanks, age 66, died Tuesday, August 10th. He was a maintenance worker employed by Coons Electric Company until retirement and is survived by his brothers, Carol Eubanks of Scotland and John Eubanks of Perryville, sisters Dorothy Wells of Texas, Sylvia Doster of Little Rock, and Lola Langley of Jonesboro, and many nieces and nephews, among other family. Visitation will be held at Grace Baptist Church this Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. Funeral service follows at 10, with Brother Butch Lawrence officiating. Burial will be at McGee Cemetery in Adona by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Larry Wayne Hogan, age 78, of Plummerville, died Monday, August 9th. Funeral services will be held Friday, August 13th at 10 a.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother Wes Brown, Brother Jack Bean, and Brother Mike Jones officiating. Burial will be at Republican Cemetery near Greenbrier with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 7.30 at the funeral home. Johnny J.R. Lee Reed, age 64 of Conway, died July 31st. He is survived by his children, Sherry Vance of Little Rock, Johnny Reed II, Najee, Javante, Kudis, and Seven, all of Conway, Mother Leslie Lee Reed of Conway, five sisters, three brothers, nine grandchildren, and seven great-grandchildren. Funeral services for Johnny J.R. Lee Reed will be held Friday, August 13th at 1 at the Brinkley Convention Center in Brinkley. Arrangements are by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Home of Moralton. Coming up on 735, it is fair in 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. We're under a heat advisory today as our high temperature will hit 98 with a heat index as high as 107. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 736, fair and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. The University of Arkansas is requiring masks on its campuses after a judge temporarily blocked the state's law banning mask mandates. The board Wednesday unanimously approved a resolution requiring its campuses, including the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton, to develop face mask policies for indoor settings, regardless of vaccination status. Arkansas Tech University at Russellville also announced Wednesday that mandatory face coverings will be required when inside, regardless of vaccination status. And the University of Central Arkansas also announced this week that it would be requiring masks to be worn indoors. Dozens of school districts have approved mask mandates since that ruling, including Wonderview, Nemo Vista, and Atkins, which all announced masking guidelines on Wednesday. All three of those districts plan to reevaluate their mask mandates in September. The actions come days after a judge issued a preliminary injunction against Arkansas's law banning mask mandates by schools and other governmental entities. Governor Asa Hutchinson took his community COVID conversations tour to Clinton High School this week, and he addressed face masks in schools. He said the decision whether to require masks will be left up to the individual schools. Many of the rural schools are not going to require it. Some of the urban schools will because of the density of population. Where I come down on it is that if you don't want to wear a mask, if you don't want to have that, that's fine. Just get a vaccination. But there's one age group, only one age group that can't get a vaccination, that's 12 and under. And so I believe that to protect children 12 and under, school districts should have the option of saying we're going to have uh, masks for those children, but it is their decision. There is no mandate right now. The governor has gone to a dozen cities in recent months to address the COVID crisis. Arkansas reported 2,940 new cases Wednesday, and the number of active cases increased to 24,215. Twenty more deaths from COVID were recorded. The number of active cases of COVID-19 in Conway County increased to 126 on Wednesday. Perry County's active case count is at 83. Neither county added to the state's death toll from COVID on Tuesday. Over 11,000 vaccine doses were administered and hospitalizations increased by 11 to 1,446. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is urging all pregnant women to get vaccinated against COVID-19. The advice comes as hospitals and hotspots around the U.S. see disturbing numbers of unvaccinated mothers-to-be seriously ill with the virus. The CDC recommendation echoes recent guidance from top obstetrician groups. The agency had previously encouraged pregnant women to consider vaccination. Dr. Jennifer DeLehe, the Arkansas Department of Health Medical Director for Immunizations, addressed the question during Governor Asa Hutchinson's Community COVID Conversations presentation this week at Clinton High School. At this point in time, there is no medical evidence that the vaccines affect fertility. It's all over social media, but it's not in the medical literature. In fact, just recently, 
the, because of this belief, the uh, American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, the OB-GYNs Association, as well as the American Society of Maternal and Fetal Medicine, both came out with strong statements recommending the vaccine for women, not only women uh, who would like to have children in the future, but also for pregnant women. Because we don't see women in the hospital who are pregnant because they got vaccinated, we see it because they got COVID, and some of them have had to go on heart-lung bypass machines. Pregnant women run a higher risk of severe illness from the coronavirus, but their vaccination rates are very low. A blanket test of both inmates and employees at the Pope County Detention Center this past weekend resulted in 14 correctional officers and 88 inmates testing positive for COVID-19. Pope County Sheriff Shane Jones announced Wednesday that he had collaborated with the court system to allow early release for 86 nonviolent inmates. Those inmates were advised of quarantine protocols and were provided with face masks. Sheriff Jones said while he'd prefer that the inmates serve their time, this action was necessary to aid in halting the virus within the facility and help remaining correctional officers with a manageable population. The remaining 133 inmates, some with positive results, are being closely monitored. During the past several months, the detention center inmate population has risen to 237, some 65 inmates over capacity, straining the staff and resources even under normal conditions. Well, Friday is the deadline to purchase tickets for a special farm-to-downtown dining experience. The Rialto Community Arts Center is hosting the event in the alley next to the Rialto Gallery next Friday, August 20th. The Rialto's Christy Strain says it brings the taste of various locally produced ingredients together for one four-course meal. Warman Farms, John Warman, of course they raise their own beef, they grow it right here in Conway County and um, so they're going to bring some steaks and then we're also going to get some other local meats and cheeses and then we're going to get Ralston rice which they're primarily in Pope County but they have a lot of land in our county. They do all different kinds of rice, we're going to have a a dessert with rice, we're having a salad with rice like one of the sides um, for the meal. It'll be a four course meal, Um, we'll do like a charcuterie for everyone. The event, which will also include some live music, starts at 7 p.m. on August 20th in the Rialto Gallery Alley at 213 East Broadway in downtown Moralton. Tickets are $50 a person and must be purchased by tomorrow at Moralton City Hall or online at rialtomoralton.com. All proceeds from the event will be used for continued repairs at the Rialto Theater and Gallery. This month's episode of the Arkansas PBS series Good Roots Spotlight some Conway County folks. The episode focuses on rural medical transportation and trauma services. Rural residents often have to travel great distances for medical care, and host Logan Duval rides with MedTech ambulance personnel here in Conway County to learn how EMT services are improving transport time. Duval also speaks with the chief of the trauma department at Arkansas Children's Hospital to see how COVID-19 is affecting the trauma system and what could be the ultimate solution. Good Roots, produced in partnership with Arkansas Farm Bureau, airs this Friday night at 7.30 on Arkansas PBS, and it will live stream at myarpbs.org slash watchlive. The segment airs the second Friday of each month during Arkansas Week and focuses on such issues as agriculture, healthcare, the economy, technology, policy, and more. You can learn more 
by going to myarpbs.org slash goodroots. Now 744, and let's check our market report with Edna Hill of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. equity markets finished higher with the Dow and S&P 500 reaching records following a more modest rise in consumer prices in July. European and Asian markets were also higher, and oil prices reversed their morning decline, triggering a report that the U.S. will urge OPEC to increase production more quickly. The materials and industry sectors led the gains, while technology and healthcare underperformed. The 10-year government bond yield was little changed at 1.33% after falling as low as 1.13% last week. The Dow closed at 35,485, up 220 points. The Nasdaq closed at 14,765, down 23 points. Volume was moderate as 781 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to our Kansans, AT&T up 0.07 at 28.16. Bank of America up 0.52 at 41.95. Centerpoint Energy up 0.19 at 26.81. Daring Company up 9.46 at 386.08. Energy Corp up 1.26 at 109.01. Under Armour up 0.15 at 21.90. Simmons Bank up 0.42 at 29.52. Regions Financial up 0.43 at 20.62. Southwestern Energy down 0.05 at 4.82. Tyson Foods up 0.63 at 80.18. Walmart up 1.33 at 150.01. Live Ramp up 0.28 at 47.53. Interpublic Group up 0.58 at 37.50. Nextera Energy up 1.84 at 82.37. Natural Gas unchanged at 4.06. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up 0.40 at 1,753.70. Silver was up 0.04 at 23.53. I'm Edna Hill, Senior Branch Office Administrator, Edward Jones Investments, Duck Cahill's Office, North Moose Street, downtown Marlton. On our community calendar, the Conway County Care Center has fans available to anyone suffering from the extreme heat. Vouchers that may be redeemed for a fan at Haynes Home Center can be picked up at the Care Center in downtown Marlton Tuesdays and Fridays between 9 a.m., and 2 p.m. We'll talk with Charles Spivey from the Conway County Care Center coming up a little later on on our close-up segment. The Wonderview School District will hold open house for all grades tonight from 5 until 7. Nemo Vista Middle School and High School is having open house today. The middle school will have a COVID vaccine clinic for students in the nurse's office from 5 until 6 with open house in the gym at 6.30. The high school will have open house in the gym at 5.30 with a vaccine clinic for students to follow in the nurse's office. Perryville Elementary School is holding open house tonight from 5 until 7. Perryville High School will have open house from 6 until 7.30. American Legion Post 39 is holding their regular monthly meeting Saturday morning at 10 at 106 Chestnut Street behind Harps. A citywide picnic in Plummerville will take place at Plummerville City Park Saturday starting at 6 with free hot dogs, chips, drinks, and watermelon along with special singing and all are welcome. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's News Watch whenever it's convenient for you? It's available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM News Watch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 
7.48. It's fair and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios, and our morning news watch continues with sports and weather after this word. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 749 as we turn to sports this morning. Football fans can come out to Devil Dog Stadium on the Moralton High School campus tonight and get a preview of this year's football team. It's the annual Maroon and Gray scrimmage, and head coach Cody McNabb says you'll get to see a lot of football. You're going to see 7th grade, junior high, and high school, and and the high school scrimmage will be uh, will be full go and trying to force a, little, a few more reps. So it'll be a full scrimmage to the ground. It all gets underway with the seventh grade scrimmage at 5 o'clock. Besides the scrimmages, spirit squad performances and introductions, the Moralton Medical Community will hold a COVID vaccine clinic. That clinic starts at 4.30 p.m. That'll be held in the MHS Band Room. Anyone who gets the vaccine tonight at the event will get into the game free and will be entered for prize drawings. Anyone who has already been vaccinated can get free admission to the game just by showing their vaccination card. The St. Louis Cardinals remain in the middle of the pack in the NL Central following a 4-0 win over Pittsburgh on Wednesday night. The two teams square off again today, pregame at 10:40, first pitch at 11:25 on our sister station Motown 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Arkansas Travelers got a 14-4 win over Springfield Wednesday on the hills of Emerson Hancock's outstanding double-A debut. Hancock retired the first 14 batters, and the Travs' offense scored eight times in the second inning to put Springfield away early. The teams play again tonight at Dickey Stevens Park. And Moralton Parks and Recreation offering a youth volleyball program this fall for girls in 4th, 5th, and 6th grades. Games will be held Saturdays at the Moralton Community Center. Registration is underway through August 23rd. If you'd like to coach a team, contact Lauren Brown, 501-354-4122. That's a look at your sports. Let's check our weather for you now with Hunter. Rich, thank you for those updates here on this Thursday morning. It's now 7.51, currently here in Moralton Fair Skies, and we've made it up to 81 degrees here in Conway County. And it's going to be another hot day today, high of 98 degrees, with heat index values as high as 107. Light south wind becoming southwest, 5 to 10 miles per hour this morning. Overnight, partly cloudy skies are low down to 76 as the heat advisory expires tonight at 7 o'clock. As of tomorrow, we've got a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high of 96 degrees. 40% chance continues. Friday night will be in the low 70s. And then Saturday, we're going to cool off a little bit more, high of just 91 degrees. So it'll be nicer than it has been over the last week or so. Uh, We will have a 60% chance of uh, showers and thunderstorms uh, that day as well, no doubt uh, helping to cool things off a little bit. And then Sunday... 
a 30% chance of showers and maybe a thunderstorm and a high of 90. And then uh, looks like uh, we're going to remain in the low 90s for the beginning of the next work week. Taking a look at current conditions at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 79%. Our wind speed is coming from the south at 7 miles per hour. Barometer reading 30.06. Our dew points at 73 degrees. We've got a 9-mile visibility with a heat index of 86. And again, currently right now, fair skies and 81 degrees at KVOM. It's 7.52 on a Thursday morning. KVOM's News Watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Once again, you are listening to KVOM's Thursday morning edition of News Watch. We've got fair skies and 81 degrees here at KVOM, and we are back now with our close-up segment this morning, visiting with Charles Spivey on behalf of the Conway County Care Center. Charles, good morning. Hey, good morning. Well, one of the, uh, of course, uh, the big things uh, that the Care Center uh, does, of course, the mission is to make sure that no one in Conway County goes hungry. But that's uh, you don't stop there. Of course, uh, we've been talking over the last uh, week or so, a couple of weeks about the extreme heat and uh, the fans uh, that the care center is offering absolutely we've we've still got fans available all you have to do is come by uh, the care center get a voucher take it to haynes home uh, home center and you'll get your fan we still have the last count i think we have 10 maybe 12 fans left and we can get more if we need it i know we're going through an extremely hot part of the summer mm-hmm. and as it gets cooler there'll be less demand but right now don't go uh, don't go without a little bit of air circulation come by and get a fan that's right. Well, uh, Charles, of course, uh, you can do that. Uh, folks can pick up those vouchers uh, uh, when, during the uh, hours of the thrift store, which uh, will be open again tomorrow, right? That's correct. Nine to two on Tuesdays and Fridays. And uh, you can also shop. You know, uh, the only requirements that we have now is that you do wear a mask when you come in. But other than that, it's... Uh, it's pretty well wide open. We've got lots of good inventory, back-to-school merchandise, uh, and it's been pretty active. Lots of people have been shopping. And, and another thing, too, is that in order for us to have items for sale in the thrift store, and by the way, this money that we generate in the thrift store goes to buy food through the Arkansas Food Bank, so it's, it feeds, feeds the people also. Uh, but anyhow, the, the thrift store is open. And we're probably looking at a what we call a changeover to the fall merchandise in, in probably about two weeks. We haven't got an exact date, but in the meantime, we're really pushing our summer and spring items, and uh, then we will eventually have a $5 bag sale, and uh, all of this will occur through the month of August. So in the latter part part of August, we will we will begin to deplete our inventories. Hopefully through the five dollar bag sale. Okay, so this would be a good time for uh, folks to start to maybe looking through their closets and uh, finding some uh, fall wear uh, that they might uh, want to donate uh, here that, here coming up this next season. Yes, and donations 
haven't been just really great in the last two or three months. Mm-hmm. And I understand why, you know, with the oncoming of COVID and, and the people don't want to get out as much as they did earlier. But, uh, yeah, all donations are really appreciated. And that's our lifeblood. That's what we do. And uh, But anyhow, any, anything's appreciated, sure. All right. Well, uh, uh, Charles, of course, uh, each and every uh, uh, typically October is uh, uh, when it has been in the past years, uh, the Harvest of Hope uh, event. Now, last year, uh, things, of course, uh, had to change a little bit. It was extended. uh, uh, And uh, kind of for this year, really no solid plans uh, just yet. But uh, uh, right now, looking kind of like it it looked last year, right? Absolutely. We're not going to have, you know, in the past, we always had a central gathering Mm -hmm. area like on a Saturday and everyone bring their food products, their uh, non-perishable food products, into a localized uh, area like a, the Kroger parking uh, parking lot. That's where we were set up. But because of this is the second year into this COVID thing, so we will go and we will have we will have the Harvest of Hope probably in September and October. It won't be probably. It will be in, in September and October. I just don't have the exact dates. And what we will do is is send out letters to all the prospective uh, givers, churches, organizations, whatever, individuals. But then we will either pick up or you can deliver to the care center. And last year it really went well. We had probably 80% given last year prior to the, you know, when we would gather on the parking lot. So it was really successful. So, uh, and again, this is very important to our operation. This food that we gather, Harvest of Hope, is the the big deal. And uh, Leanne Haynes is the coordinator of this thing. And it's just very important that we get this because it allows us to gather probably three to four months of food that we can hand out, Mm -hmm. which is a big deal since we probably do three to four hundred families a month mm-hmm. so wow. i mean it's this is this is part of it all right well of course uh, uh, we're certainly uh, looking forward to that again now uh, charles when can uh, businesses and uh, organizations churches things like that it started expecting uh, uh, letters uh, from the care center we're going to try we're going to try to get in the first week in september okay uh, it's being it's being formulated now we have to package all of them and mail them out but but yeah somewhere look for uh notification of the harvest of hope somewhere around the first week in september okay and hopefully we can bring back the big truck next year oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well charles anything else uh, going on that we want to talk about no just come by and see us we still have lots of food we're seeing a real increase in in families that need assistance Mm -hmm. because i know a lot of the programs that were government assisted maybe mm-hmm. are being cut out or reduced mm-hmm. and so the demand for food is coming back and so we we've got it in fact we got a big load in yesterday from the food bank so we're well stocked all right well as always a lot of great information in from the conway county care center big thanks to charles spivey for talking to us this morning thank you very much You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.